0: Hello and welcome to the program. This is Pastor Frank Julian coming to you through this podcast. And what a privilege and a joy. I am I love being retired. I loved pastoring. I thought that was wonderful and I got to touch a lot of lives, but I felt like I was to leave the pastorate and go to the nations, outside of the four walls of the church. And through this podcast, we are going into all these different countries, and I, I get reports through the SoundCloud uh, app that we have the program on. And so I just want to encourage you to, to write me. Tell me you're listening. Tell others about it. I believe the listening audience is growing, and I delight in that. You can write me, uh, please, Frank, at frankjulian5 at gmail.com. Now, I want to talk to you today about, I believe, a very, very serious topic. And I'm I'm a joyful kind of person. I like to laugh and have fun and dance and sing and enjoy people. I love people. But one time, well, probably more than one, but this time that I'll be sharing with you, is that I I really let the devil into my life and, and he stole my joy. He's a thief. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy us, and he wants to steal your joy. And if you've let the devil in, and you know that you did, we're going to kick him out today. I'm going to share with you how I let him in and how I had to kick him out and just how painful that was and unnecessary. But, you know, we live and learn. And our scripture for today is taken from the letter that Paul wrote to the Ephesians, chapter number 4 and verse 27. It says, Neither give place to the devil. Don't give him any place. Learn from my mistake, please. So I'll tell you what happened. I was 20 years old, and I was home from college for the summer, and I was preparing to go back to college, and it was September, and it was 1975, and um, I was born in 55, so I was 20, and I got this idea, and I think it was really, the devil gives you ideas sometimes, and I was too young to discern, but I don't know, but I, uh, it might have been from the world, but I wanted to go see the movie The Exorcist. And it was really popular, and everybody was going to see it. And I had always been sensitive to the things of God ever since I was born. So I was separated from my mother's womb. I had a call on my life, and I had no business going to see that movie. And I ended up taking my mom, my aunt, my sister, and, and something happened to me during the movie. I, I let the devil in. He, he got in. And I can't even watch that movie to this day, even when it's on TV, even a clip of it. I can feel that evil force coming out of it. And I will tell you this, that uh, one night a few years later after that, I got a phone call from my cousin, and and he had done that. He had seen the movie and said, you know, the the devil is—and this guy was not a religious guy. I didn't really talk to him that much about the Lord. And he said, can you help me? And I said, I can And we took authority over that devil and cast him out of his life. And he got born again that night. And I believe that God is with him. Uh, Nobody's perfect, but I do believe that was a significant change for him. Well, what happened to me is I went away to college that fall And I entered the nursing program. It's a very difficult program, if anybody knows about nursing. It's not a piece of cake. I hate when they say, I'm just a nurse. Hey, it's tough being just a nurse. Maybe you're not a doctor, but you are a professional. And it takes a lot to get there and to serve in that capacity, stay there. But with God's help, it becomes like a ministry. But I wasn't prepared for the schooling. I felt so all alone. And the devil had had entrance into my life. And he began to bring other things that were evil into my life. My roommate was from another country, and we didn't have very much in common, and we were in an efficiency apartment, like a one-room apartment, and he was sleeping with his girlfriend in the twin bed next to me, and it it just was an evil time for me, and I didn't know what to do. I I was getting more depressed, and darkness was just all around me, and I wasn't used to it. And I had given up praying. I said, oh, I was too busy to pray. I've got to study and do all this stuff. No, no, never be too busy to seek the Lord. Had I sought the Lord, I think I wouldn't have sunk into such a, a dark place. But I came home for Thanksgiving, and I went to the prayer group at our church, and I said, I need the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I had refused it for a couple of years. And they said, Well, come back at Christmas when you have some time off, because you can't, they didn't believe in just praying for you. And so you had to be instructed in these life in the spirit seminars. And so at Christmas, I was desperate. I said, I need a greater power then the power that's being exerted over me, this evil power. And so I went to that convent two times a week for the three weeks that I was home. And on that last uh, Saturday before leaving for college, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. They prayed over me, anointed me with oil, and I felt this power come into me. And that you know, it says you will receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8 And they said, when you go back to college, now you got to go to church. You got to go to these prayer meetings. You got to really seek the Lord, read the Bible. And I said, Oh, that's a good idea. I'll read the Bible. Well, I haven't stopped reading. And God began to work in my life, and I did go to the prayer groups. I was instructed, and I did get the victory, and I had to drive that thing out of me. And I remember one day just saying, get out of my life in the name of Jesus. And I believe it's self-deliverance. And I believe it says that in the name of Jesus, we'll cast out devils, Mark chapter 16. And sometimes those devils have to be cast out away from us. I don't believe you're possessed when you're born again, but I believe you are oppressed. And he came to set the oppressed free. And I took authority over that thing in my life. And really, the power of God began to be unleashed in me. And God began to use me in a mighty way, far greater than before. So sometimes we stumble and fall but God's right there to pick us up and take us to an even higher place. I want to pray for you today, for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I want you to meditate on Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. And first we're going to take authority over the devil in your life, and then we're going to pray for you to be filled with the power of God. I don't feel you have to go through three weeks of classes. If you want God now, you can have that now. But please listen to these broadcasts. Please study. Go back and listen to past broadcasts. Go to a church that they teach the Word of God at and be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I break the power of the enemy over the listening audience. In the name of Jesus, no more oppression. You go in Jesus' name. And now, Father, fill them with the Holy Spirit. Baptize them. Jesus said, I, John baptized with water, but I baptize with the Holy Spirit and power and fire. Father, baptize them, give them this new strength, this new power, redirect their steps, put them on the right path, and may they go forth and live for you in the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. I encourage you to grow in this, develop this, learn. God's got a mighty plan for your life, and he's going to help you do it through his Spirit. Until next week, God bless you. Bye for now.